For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm familiar as Fairfax County has been dealing with the same thing. Why are eggs still so expensive? We'll get an explanation from the Washington Post coming up at 810. Dow up 267, NASDAQ up 189. A mixed picture for the Asian markets at 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. CBS News has learned that documents marked classified from President Biden's vice presidency were also found at a location other than a think tank that bears his name. CBS's Adriana Diaz. We are learning that as part of the Justice Department's review, officials looked at the possibility of classified documents at other locations. And sources tell us that the number of classified documents that they have found is larger than initially believed. The top Democrat and top Republican on the Senate Intelligence Committee today called for an official damage assessment from the Director of National Intelligence, and that came before we found out about the additional location. Today, the White House declined to answer repeated questions about when the president learned about the first batch of classified documents and why the discovery wasn't disclosed sooner, citing the Justice Department review. Under new Republican leadership, the House Oversight Committee is focusing its attention on President Biden and his son Hunter's business dealings. CBS's Zach Huda. Representative James Comer, the panel's chair, requested details about the Biden family finances from the Treasury Department and mandated that Twitter executives respond to allegations that they tried to suppress damning information about the Bidens. At a press conference, Comer was emphatic that the probe would not center on Hunter Biden. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, he said. An update on the huge aviation meltdown today that forced 990 minutes on all U.S. departing flights. I'm Matt Piper. The FAA is blaming the meltdown on a damaged database file. The agency says that at this time, there's no evidence of a cyber attack. It says it's still undergoing thorough reviews to learn more about the notice-to-air mission system outage amid what was the first national grounding of flights in about two decades. The system has been recovering after thousands of canceled and delayed flights. Californians are trying to clean up in between rainstorms. Montecito was evacuated over flooding and mudslide concerns. This man chose to ride it out. My home is in a safe place. And, you know, from past experience, uh, I have never had any problems. Parts of Northern California will see more rain in the coming days. Our Steve Futterman on the death of a rock legend. He was a master on the guitar. Jeff Beck's riffs were legendary in the world of rock. He first earned fame as a member of the 60s group, the Yardbirds. And I know if she had me there would be numerous memorable hits. He played alongside legends like Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton. He nearly joined the Rolling Stones. Jeff Beck died from bacterial meningitis. Steve Futterman, CBS News. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 803 on WTOP, Wednesday night, January 11th, 2023. 
We have 40 degrees in Gaithersburg, some rain far to the southwest. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Breaking news on WTOP. Two children were shot on their way home from school in the Brightwood neighborhood of Northwest D.C. This just a week or so after an eight-year-old was hit by gunfire in the same area. WTOP's Dick Giuliano has our report from the scene tonight. D.C. police say Metro Bus 54 was full of people right building up 14th Street around 4 p.m. when the bus was stopped at Fort Stevens Drive. A fight on the bus spilled onto the sidewalk. A gun was pulled and kids six and nine years old were struck by gunfire. Police Chief Robert Conti and Mayor Muriel Bowser. These are two of our kids that were shot as they got off of a bus and that's very disturbing to me. I know it's very upsetting for the mayor. All of my concern is with a six-year-old and a nine-year-old and all they were doing was riding the bus coming home from school. Their injuries are non-life-threatening. A man was found shot and wounded at a location nearby. In Northwest D.C., Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. There's new information this evening in the weekend shooting death of a young D.C. teenager, 13 years old, suspected of breaking into cars in the Brookland neighborhood in Northeast. Mayor Muriel Bowser is telling the community more about the person who shot Karan Blake. We'll feel different for different people, but what makes me so sick is that we have a 13-year-old that was at middle school on Thursday and Friday, and by the weekend he was dead. Mayor Muriel Bowser says the man who shot Karan Blake is a longtime D.C. government employee who's now on administrative leave as police investigate and the U.S. Attorney's Office decides whether to file charges. They have to look at the set of facts and make the best decision. And what's important is that justice is served. And unfortunately, that's not always fast. Police Chief Robert Conti called for patience after some community members were posting photos and knocking on doors to try to identify the shooter. In Northwest, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. There appears to be growing frustration in parts of our area about students not being told of their national merit recognition. A standard procedure is in the works now in Loudoun County, where we're learning three schools did not inform their scholars of the achievement. Acting Loudoun Superintendent Daniel Smith says the information was not intentionally kept away from anyone. As a former high school principal in other school divisions, I can attest that this process for recognizing the commended schools students is a school-based process, and it can vary significantly from school to school. Loudoun County High School wasn't notified of its commended scholars. Potomac Falls High says it didn't tell its scholars because a celebration was being planned for them. Meanwhile, delays at Freedom High School were due to, quote, human error. Virginia's attorney general is investigating Fairfax County Public Schools for similar delays. One school system around here is hiring. No, we're not just talking about teachers. They're looking for artists. Six new school buildings are opening this fall in Prince George's County, and now the county is looking for local artists who want to use those buildings as a big, giant canvas. For the next two weeks, the county is looking to hear from professional artists in Prince George's County as well as the rest of the DMV to collaborate on murals when those buildings open this fall. Proposals are due by January 25th, and the murals should encourage pride and celebration about the community's identity, cultural vibrancy and diversity. Learn more about what they're looking for at WTOP.com. John Dome in WTOP News. Ahead on WTOP after traffic and weather, does four, five, even seven dollars sound like too much for a dozen eggs? We'll talk to the Washington Post Kim Bellware about why egg prices are so high, even as the cost of many other things that we buy every week or most every week are going down some. Stay close to WTOP tonight. It's 807. I'm Rob Nichols, President and CEO of the American Bankers Association. 
America's banks believe that everyone should be able to enjoy the safety, convenience, and other benefits that come with a bank account. That's why banks of all sizes in the Washington area and across the country now offer low-cost and easy-to-use bank-on certified accounts. To learn more about our goal to get everyone banked and to see if a bank-on account might be right for you, visit aba.com slash getbanked. University of Maryland Global Campus offers career-relevant programs that work for your schedule and tuition that works for your budget. So, as you move into the new year, realize your next success with a degree or certificate from UMGC, an accredited state university helping working adults like you take a leap forward. Apply by February 15th and we'll waive your application fee. Online and hybrid courses available. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chev. Good evening at 808. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, we're going to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Montgomery County, Interloop is slow beginning after New Hampshire, or getting to New Hampshire Avenue. Had a crash there, I believe they got it to the shoulder. There was another one on the ramp to go north on 95, I believe that's out of the roadway as well. So there were two separate crashes there, both should be on the shoulder. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each doing all right, same with 270. And uh, traffic on northbound DC 295, briefly slow at Benning Road. Have been working a crash there, but speeds are picking up. 50 out to the Bay Bridge, that runs without delay. In Virginia, Interloop is running well from Tyson's to 270 now. And uh, traffic on 66 in both 395 and 95 each in great shape tonight. Looking for a safe-used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast from Amelia Draper. A few spotty showers out there tonight, otherwise cloudy skies with lows in the 30s to around 40. There's a chance for a lingering shower early tomorrow morning, but most of the morning and midday hours on your Thursday are looking dry, cloudy, and mild with highs near 60. Now some scattered late-day showers will develop with rain overnight Thursday ending very early Friday morning. Skies become partly sunny throughout the day on Friday as winds gust up to 30 miles an hour. And it's chilly out there, especially with the winds Friday and Saturday. Highs Friday in the low to mid-50s with feels like temperatures in the 30s and 40s. Low to mid-40s on Saturday feels like teens and 20s during the morning hours and 20s and 30s later in the day. A nicer weekend day on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Storm Team 4 radar shows steady rain in Hagerstown, Maryland, pushing east into central parts of Frederick County in Maryland. Then in Virginia, from Front Royal through Culpeper and just south of Fredericksburg, we've got some more rain. It's slowly pushing north and east, closer to the close-in Virginia suburbs, Loudoun and Fairfax and Prince William counties in the next few hours. We could get some rain through there and even right through D.C. if this holds together. The uh, rain right now to the south and west of town and slowly pushing north and east. The wharf in D.C. is at 44. National Harbor, 44 degrees. Sterling at 39. And our temperatures are hanging around the low 40s and upper 30s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 810. Campaign 2023 on WTOP. The Democrat in a closely watched special election for state senate in Virginia from last night appears headed to victory after his opponent conceded. Results from the Department of Elections show Democrat Aaron Rouse leading Republican Kevin Adams in the District 7 race. That is in the Norfolk, Virginia Beach area. Some absentee and provisional ballots at last report were still being counted. Rouse declared victory last night. Adams congratulated the former NFL player. 
calling him senator-elect. The Associated Press is not tabulating or calling the race. Rouse will be sworn in once the results are certified. His victory would give Democrats a 22-18 margin in the state Senate as lawmakers now are back in session preparing to debate abortion rights this winter. Meantime, a Virginia House of Delegates seat in Fairfax County stays in Democratic hands after former teacher Holly Siebold prevailed in another special election from last evening. Unofficial results from the Fairfax County Board of Elections showed Siebold winning about 67% of the vote against Republican Monique Baruti, who conceded in a brief statement on Facebook. The sticker shock isn't over for grocery shoppers, even though inflation has been easing its grip some. In the pricey California market, you are shelling out more than $7 for a dozen eggs. It's about three times more than we were paying a year ago. Around here, we're paying about 4 bucks or more. Why isn't the price of eggs going down like it is for gasoline or other groceries? The Washington Post, Kim Bellware, joined WTOP Sean and Brennan with some details earlier. This is something that, you know, you're paying more for eggs. I'm paying more for eggs. The story came about because I was at the grocery store and I had some sticker shock. So when making some calls about it, it turns out that there are a few factors. But the biggest thing that is a big difference this year is avian flu that is really stressing the supply chain. Well, uh, is this something that's temporary? Can we expect some relief or is this an ongoing problem? Well, we have seen the avian flu hit the egg-laying flocks before in 2015, and it was bad then. It's even worse now this year because it's actually spread to more states. So while farmers are better at biosecurity and tracking and kind of getting things under control, there's some good news. Production levels um, from flocks that were infected last year, this flu started to be detected around February of 2022. They're getting back up to capacity. They're starting to lay again. It takes some time to get those uh, farms cleaned out and approved to start operations again. So that's the good sign. The bad sign is experts don't really know if this is going to be contained. And they've they've compared it in a lot of ways to the coronavirus pandemic in humans, where, you know, we had some really, really bad months starting in 2020. And now it's a little more manageable, but there's always some variant that could come back and threaten things again. So it sounds like the days of the 99 cent egg carton are a thing of the past. Well, a lot of people said... No crystal balls. They can't predict things for certain. But, you know, it does seem that with supply chain issues and other crunches that kicked off in the pandemic in 2020, they still haven't been fully resolved. So there's still a little bit of stress on all the different channels and um, production streams that go into what affects the price of our eggs. The other thing, too, is that eggs are on the commodities market, so they will depend on other things like fuel costs and grain costs. And so that's all pretty volatile. But the avian flu is definitely the one that seems to be putting the most pressure on prices. The Washington Post, Kim Bellware on why eggs remain incredibly expensive. Caps and Wizards, I should say, both in action tonight. Rob Woodfork with the update on sports for you in just about a minute here on WTOP. I am Thomas Myers, president of IBW Local 26. Do you own an electrical contracting business? Would you like assistance with obtaining more work? Are you seeking more networking opportunities, help finding the most highly trained workers? Do you want the best pay and benefits for your employees? Then consider partnering with IBW Local 26. By partnering with the Electricians Union, you can take your business to the next level. IBW Local 26 represents more than 150 contractors of all sizes. We provide world-class training to more than 10,000 skilled electricians. And we handle health care and retirement benefits so you don't have to. Contact IBW Local 26 to learn about how we can help grow your business. 
go to ibwlocal26.org. That's ibwlocal26.org. Click on the Business Opportunities tab to start growing today. IBW, wired for growth. It's time to welcome winter in New Jersey. Cozy up for adventures and natural wonders from our iconic shores straight up to the skylands. Warm up with timeless moments and a flurry of fun. From festive scenes to frosty evergreens, whether it's two weeks or one day, you can count on New Jersey to have your perfect winter getaway. Explore more at visitnj.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. All right, and let's uh, go to Philadelphia. The Capitals looking to extend their franchise record road win streak to eight games. So far, getting some resistance here uh, from the Flyers trailing 2-1. to one. All the scoring coming in a first period in which Garnet Hathaway had an uh, equalizer uh, late in that first, but uh, quickly answered uh, by the Flyers, who uh, so far out shooting the Capitals 19-11 uh, to 11 in this contest. Uh, they've reached halftime over at Capital One Arena. The uh, Chicago Bulls leading the Wizards 59-46, to 46, shooting 55% from the floor are the Bulls. The Wizards uh, down some key players. Uh, it's Kyle Kuzma doing the heavy lifting scoring-wise with 12 points. Uh, they're also getting 12 points off the bench from Anthony Gill. But uh, in need of a bit of a second-half rally here as uh, they try to start off the second half of their season on a uh, bright note. Uh, down a level, American uh, sees that uh, four-game uh, winning streak end with a 72-60 loss to Army. Uh, right now, early in the second half, it is uh, Virginia Tech trailing Syracuse 55-41. And Navy, they are also just out of halftime. They're uh, uh, down to uh, Lafayette, uh, uh, what is it, 39-35, as they like to uh, update the box score right as I'm trying to read it. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Now 817, D.C. leaders say they're working on adding suicide prevention barriers to the Taft Bridge in Northwest. That comes on the heels of reports that another person jumped off the bridge to their death. This is a very important step. Chelsea Van Thoff lost her partner to suicide last year when he jumped off the Taft Bridge. So the news this week that another person died the same way brought back tragic memories, though she was encouraged to see that D.C.'s Department of Transportation released a statement saying it's working to install suicide prevention barriers at the bridge. Them making a public statement did give me a glimmer of hope. I, I remain cautiously optimistic. The department says it's currently working on the design and securing funding for the project. Nick WTOP News. If you or someone you know is struggling, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline by dialing 988. The breaking stories we're working on on WTOP. Another batch of classified documents is found by President Biden's team in a separate spot from where the first group of documents was found back in November. The nation's airport system tries to recover from another meltdown. This one involved an FAA system that provides essential information to pilots. The FAA is blaming a corrupted file for all this. A six-year-old and nine-year-old were shot in D.C. on their way home from school this afternoon. The city's police chief says they were shot as they were getting off a metro bus in the Brightwood neighborhood. We'll have a report from the scene coming up. Keep it here on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. And let's get back to Bob Imler. He's in the traffic center. 
Uh, northbound traffic on DC 295 at Benning Road. Still working on the crash there, so a bit slow getting past Benning Road. Uh, around the Beltway, things have quieted down and cleared out. There are no delays anywhere on the Beltway. The earlier crash on the inner loop in New Hampshire and the one at 95 on the ramp. Both of those have cleared. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running without delay. 270 looks all right as well. And 50 out to the Bay Bridge also runs pretty well. Uh, nothing in your way there. In Virginia, all's quiet on both 395 and 95. And on 66, the pace is good. The travel lanes are open in the district. They were working on a crash on North Capitol Street uh, on the southbound side uh, near Bryant Street. So be alert for some delays getting around that. Still may be working on it. Northbound traffic gets by without delay, though. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Strong Team Force, Amelia Draper. Low temperatures tonight in the 30s to around 40 here in Washington with a few spotty showers possible. A mild and cloudy Thursday with highs near 60 and some scattered showers, but plenty of dry time during the day. The most rain falls overnight, ending very early Friday morning with partly sunny skies throughout the day and blustery winds both Friday and Saturday. So we will be dealing with wind chilled temperatures, a chilly day on Friday and a cold winter day on Saturday. Nice on Sunday with plenty of sun and highs near 50. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Roslyn at 44. Farragut Square is at 44. Potomac 40. And some parts of our area could move down into the upper 30s overnight. Watching some rain in Culpeper and Fredericksburg, other parts of Virginia that are pretty far southwest of D.C. and the close-in suburbs. But the rain is pushing to the north and east. That means eventually it'll push through Fauquier County, Prince William, Fairfax, and even Southern Maryland. We'll keep an eye on it here on WTOP. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up here tonight on WTOP. Will the National Zoo answer one lawmaker's call to do away with timed entry passes? I'm Mike Marillo. Great to have you here. Stay with us at 820. Hi, guys. It's Mark. Are you struggling with ED? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't a pill? Today, Wednesday, January 11th, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. Monument Medical Clinic uses the most powerful form of wave therapy. This is a technology clinically shown to repair blood vessels and improve blood flow. It's backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge. If you're ready to regain that speed, is your in the day. Call us now and you'll qualify for the assessment and ultra totally found to be free. You'll also get a gift that can produce rapid and powerful results in the bedroom in minutes. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. And today only, we're offering five tune-up treatments to our patients free. This is an unprecedented offer worth hundreds of dollars, but call today and qualify totally free. Call 202-908-5555. That's 202-908-5555. Guys, put a stop to your ED and get your life back. Call Monument Medical Clinic now to qualify. This offer ends today, Wednesday, 202-908-5555. 822. All right, football fans, call your own plays during the NFL playoffs with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. This is George Wallace, and Wild Card Weekend is upon us. When you bet NFL same game parlays from now through January 16th, all customers can get up to $100 in free bets, win or lose. All you have to do is place a total of $20 or more on NFL same game parlay or same game parlay plus bets during the Wild Card round. The more you bet, the more you'll get back in free bets. This weekend, Seattle-San Francisco game. I like over on Geno Smith passing yards. Christian McCaffrey to score an anytime touchdown. And the 49ers to win. You can also get up to $100 in free bets, win or lose, when signing up with promo code GW. That's promo code GW. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $100. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Problem gambling from 800 Gambler. You're listening to WTOP News. 
It's 823. D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton has been pressing the National Zoo to do away with timed access passes for admission each day. The people running the zoo are responding. They say those passes are too important to get rid of. In response to a letter from Norton, a director at the zoo, Brandy Smith, says the free online passes allow for the zoo to better handle the number of people who show up each day and even helps limit traffic congestion in the area. Norton believes the passes limit access to the park, especially for those who don't have easy computer, smartphone, or Internet access. And since many visitors to D.C. go there. The zoo's decision is difficult to have access to the zoo had also national repercussions. She believes crowds are not a problem during the winter months. The zoo did say a limited number of same-day passes are available. It's not scheduled yet, but Norton already plans to hold a town hall with the zoo, and she says she'll add this issue to the discussion. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. First Lady Jill Biden is recovering tonight. She had two cancerous lesions removed today. Doctors at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center removed the can- cancerous lesions from above the 71-year-old First Lady and her chest. President Biden's doctor says both are confirmed to be the most common type of skin cancer and the most curable. It grows slowly and seldom becomes life-threatening. A third lesion on her left eyelid was being examined. The president went to Walter Reed with the first lady this morning and spent much of the day there. This is about his wife today. Uh, he wanted to uh, uh, he wanted to be there uh, to support her. White House spokeswoman Karine Jean-Pierre notes the Bidens have been married 45 years. Sagar Magani, Washington. Rising egg prices are not going over easy with all of us as consumers. As some inflation hiked foods costs go down, the price of eggs remains stubbornly high. Turns out the avian flu devastated chicken flocks this year, putting a strain on supply. Just Kim Bellware tells WTOP the sticker shock is probably not going away. Experts don't really know if this is going to be contained, and they've they've compared it in a lot of ways to the coronavirus pandemic in humans, where you know we had some really really bad months starting in 2020, and now it's a little more manageable. But there's always some variant that could come back and threaten things again. Bellware says the avian flu hit egg prices hard back in 2015, but this year, the strains have spread into more flocks. It's it's 825. We've got money news, 25 and 55, and we're going to Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Hopes for an easing of retail inflation sent Wall Street higher. The government reports on December consumer prices tomorrow. The Dow Industrials gained 269, the S&P 500 rose 50, the Nasdaq climbed 189. Just as it had finally recovered from its Christmas meltdown, another setback for Southwest Airlines. It was the carrier hardest hit by today's FAA computer outage, with over 2,000 flights delayed or canceled. Your gas stove is safe. The head of the Consumer Product Safety Commission says there are no plans for a ban. Days after an agency official said one was being considered, the commission is looking for ways to reduce emissions. Google parent Alphabet is cutting back at its Verily Life Sciences healthcare business. Verily will lay off over 200 employees and end work on several projects, including a medical software program called Verily Value Suite. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Let's see what's happening in the Asian markets tonight. Australia up about 1%, but Tokyo stocks a little lower, South Korea a little higher. Among the breaking stories tonight, two kids are in the hospital, six and nine years old. They were shot while getting off a metro bus in northwest D.C. We've got a report from the scene just ahead for you on WTOP at 827. Head downtown January 20th through 29th for the Washington, D.C. Auto Show. With hundreds of cars on display, 